0: We're in the first book chapter of Exodus. The Exodus has begun. And it starts with the story of a little boy. We all know his name. And his name is, which means, drawn out of the water. Now, It's an interesting story because it reminds us of paying it forward. You Remember that movie that came out a couple years ago? How many of y'all saw the movie? Okay, so most of y'all didn't. It wasn't a big box office smash. It was pretty good, though. But it was about paying, you know, giving blessings going forward, right? Paying for the person behind you. Have you ever gone up to a, a restaurant or maybe a toll booth and they tell you that the person in front of you paid for your food already? I've had that happen. That's paying it forward. It's taking care of other people for for no reason at all. But Moses had a reason. See, Moses knew that he was a Jew. He was a Hebrew. Yet his, and his, by his very name being drawn from the water, he knew what happened to young males that were born around his time. In fact, he had no one in the Jewish community, no male around him like that, right? They were all ordered to be put to death, drowned in the Nile. When his mother finally had to release him, he realized, she realized the importance. She made a basket, lined it with pitch, basically made it a boat. She couldn't imagine putting her son to death, so she gave him every chance that she could. She told her daughter to watch to see what would happen. He let that, as she let that basket into the water, into the Nile, and it floated down. Eventually got caught on the side of the shore. Just by chance, the Pharaoh's daughter was bathing that day. She knew exactly what was in that little boat, that little basket. And she did something that really defied her fa- father, didn't it, didn't she? She saved that young boy. She didn't realize what she had done at first, but man. Looking back at it, she changed our lives, didn't she? Not only the lice for the twelve tribes, the lice of those righteous Gentiles who would one day follow him out and to enter into the promised land. His whole life was a pure miracle. His mother, on faith, sent him out. Not only did she get to send him out, she got to take care of him, help raise him. But he knew in his heart what he was. He knew he wasn't an Egyptian, but God had favor on him. He wasn't raised with the stories of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. He might have heard the stories about Joseph and all that Joseph went through. And here's another Jewish guy in one of the highest you know, families in the land. And then one day, he sees an Egyptian beating up a Jewish slave. Isn't that pretty music? Someone's reaching for their phone. It was very perfect. Whoever's phone it was, it was at least nice music. that went along with it. Give it. That's right. Put a couple people to sleep, but that's okay. It's your fault, not mine. Right? Yet, that miracle takes place, though. And he sees what happens. And in a fit of rage, he kills the Egyptian who is beating the Hebrew slave. He didn't do it because of it for himself. He did it for the brother. The story then tells us he came upon two Hebrews fighting amongst themselves. And again, he goes in to stop the fighting. He had nothing to do with it, had no reason to, to be there, but he wanted to stop what was going on and he did it and he had to pay the consequence he had to flee Egypt just to be put in another situation he's at the well and the women come up to get the water and the other men there basically shoo him away but he goes and gets them the water that they need again, He pays it forward. This is a great characterization of our Messiah who paid it forward for us. Who paid for our sins with His own blood. You know, we have superheroes today And you really could look at Moses as a a superhero. I could see the TV show form now. Faster than Pharaoh's chariots. Able to leap over a tall pyramid in a single bound. More powerful than a fleet of camels. It's super Jew. Parting the waters with a single thrust. But when we think about it, what he truly did was not for himself, but for others. And that's a great lesson we can learn. Doing for others. If you've ever been in a line in a restaurant or, like I said, at a Toll booth, and you're told, Oh, yours is paid for. The person before it paid it for you. It makes you feel good. But you know what makes you feel better? It's paying for the one behind you. Because, see, when you pay it forward, you're receiving the even better blessing. Yeshua paid the price for us. He became that ultimate sacrifice. Lord, let your will be done, not my will. Moses was not great of speech. If you were here this morning, you would know. As they went over the weekly portion. Moses was an introvert. How many of y'all figured that out? Joseph extrovert. Easy to figure out, right? Got to be the center of attention. Moses just wants to be left alone. But there's something inside of him that he realized from birth that God had saved him. Saved him for this special time. This special place. And that's what's important to understand. God has a purpose for your life as well. Who knows? Maybe you'll be the next one to take us out of the, to the promised land. But by doing what God wants you to do in your life, you will see how He blesses you and continues to move you in a powerful way. As we're going to see in Moses' time, He's going to grow and mature, and get angry at his people. We're about to step forward in a journey. A journey that's going to take us through seeing signs and wonders like never before. A journey that's going to be fulfilled from what Abraham was promised. Generations later, we'll see that promise fulfilled as the twelve tribes of Israel will emerge from slavery from persecution remember that's not how it started did it see it started with blessings it started with them being honored guests in the land but people forget where their blessings come from don't they Pharaoh certainly did were the Jews going to rebel against them? No. We learned why Jews don't like manual labor, though. If you read in the Scripture, it's very clear. He worked them harder, and what did we do? We produced more kids. Do not work us harder. Keep the population down, right? I don't know how the two come together, but obviously... This- the Word of God says it, so that's it. I'm not going to do hard work. I only want one kid. We're done. But the blessings that have come, that will come from this book, the miracles that will take place, is a reminder for us today that God is still in the miracle business. No, we don't see Him parting the seas, We don't see locusts coming down. We see even greater miracles. Of births. Of healings. Of things that we now take for granted. That God does every day in our lives. For bringing us into that place and time. And that's really what we see taking place here as we start this book, it reminds us to look ahead, to look forward. Moses wasn't doing it for himself, he was doing it for the people. He took a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, did I say a lot of? A lot of pain. He had to deal with all the kvetching, they're going to complain about the food. They're going to complain about why we had to come all the way out here. Wasn't there enough you know, graves in Egypt? Why couldn't we just die there? Would it hurt God to give us a little quail every once in a while? We've got to eat this manna day in, day out. But the promise that he gave us was our own land, our own place. A place that we could call our own. A place that blesses everyone who blesses it. You know, if you've never been to the land of I- I- Israel, you need to come. It's life-changing. You ask anyone who's gone on a trip to Israel, especially one of ours, and they will tell you it's life-changing. Samuel, am I right? His was life-changing. I almost put him in jail. <laughs> Just for entering the country, right? And for leaving the country. It's the greatest story. you got to ask him about it. If you're going to go to Israel with us, Samuel, what do you do? You shave your beard, right? <laughs> he kind of looked, let's face it, he looked a little... I, we, we had no problem with him, Right? But they looked at him and said, he could be an issue. (laughs) I'll never forget when we were in the airport. And we go through security, and they ask me all these questions, being the leader, and do you know everyone? Yes. And uh, They go through and pick people out at random, and they picked you out, right? They asked him a lot of questions. And I've never had this in all the years I've done this. They came back up to me and said, do you really know him? <laughs> I said, yes, we've known him for many years. He's fine. And they they let him through, but they were, I think they were really thinking, I don't know about this one. We're like, no, he's cool. It's just that beard. <laughs> But what God is doing, we need to continue to pay forward, don't we? Help those people that are not asking for it. Because you know what? It makes you feel good in the long run. You don't need to know how it reacts to to a person. Judy and I and Natalie go to this one restaurant we like, and there's always this one gentleman in there almost every time we go. He's sitting by himself. Has a glass of wine and his food. And he's eating. Not saying a word to anyone. Just kind of staring out. Sometimes we'll catch his eye and we'll we'll nod. And he might nod back. And one day we were eating in there. And Judy told our waitress, we want to pay for his meal. We never told him. we, We left before he, you know, was, was done. We don't know how he reacted. But we know that it made us feel good to let him know that someone cares for him. Moses was teaching us how to care for others. How to step up to the bully. Even though we're not in the fight. And I want to encourage you be able to do the same. We're going to have a short message today. I know you all are upset. How many of you all are upset? Short message. One person raised their hand and was a kid. They always raise their hand. <laughs> Rabbi Renee doesn't count. Y'all aren't going to know what to do, right? Is the, Make sure the kitchen knows we're going to wrap up soon. They got the soup ready for you. But this message might be short, but the message is meaningful. Pay it forward. That's what Moses' whole life was about. His mother paid it forward for him. And he continued that in his life. And because he did, we're going to make it into the promised land. Even though he doesn't. We're going to see a lot of trials and tribulations. But the greatest miracle of all is the promise that points to our Messiah too. Moses is a great example of what was to come. And we can literally understand what God meant by there be none other like Moses. He was unique. But God's Son, Yeshua, was uniquer. Is that a word? Uniquer. I'm doing a Bushism. Remember the Bushisms? He made up his own words. I like that. Uniquer. Look it up. It's probably in the Bible. (laughs) Half y'all text you on your phone right now. Come on. I know you all by now. We could ask Siri, but I don't know. I know the answer. But we need to pay it forward. Adrian is about to go into the military police. That's paying it forward. That's protecting others, putting your life on the line for others. Not everyone can do that. It helps that he's tall. But that's a service, that's a calling. And Moses had that type of calling in his life. He gave all for others. Because I can tell you right now, he did not want to go back to Pharaoh. He didn't want to go and ask to let his people go, did he? Wait till you see the miracles he does. I want to encourage you. If you're not reading your Bible each week, you need to. There's an app for it. You can write, you can do it. There's an app. You get the weekly text, it gives you the scriptures right there. It takes less than 30 minutes to read six chapters. Come on, you can do it, right? It's not that hard. Okay, there was a lot of reading in the half tour and the Bret Hadashah this week, but that's unusual. But still, you can do it, right? Get into the Word. Let it minister to you, because you know what? The Word always pays it forward. The Word always gives you that inspiration that you need. That reminder that we can do anything with God on our side. No weapon formed against us will prosper," says the Lord. Stand on those words. Let God's word minister to you. And when they ask you to do hard labor, say, "I'm not doing it because it's going to end up with kids." It's in the Bible. You can use it. Some of you are going, Rabbi, you're crazy. It's it's in the word. You can't argue with me, right? Try it. I'll show it to you. But just remember. We need to be more like Moses and less like Pharaoh. Don't let God harden your heart to prove a point. But pay it forward so we can understand. Amen? Amen. We'll never bow your head and close your eyes. Moses paid it forward for us, and Yeshua most definitely paid it forward for us. Not only for our lives, but for our eternity. <coughs> I want to give you the opportunity, those of you watching online, those of you here in the congregation, if you've never accepted Yeshua as your Messiah, if you've never brought him into your heart, Let Him pay it forward for you today so that you may have eternal salvation with Him. The gift is free. All you need to do is say a simple prayer. If you're watching online, you see the information on the screen. Wherever you are around the world, you can contact us, and we will contact you and pray with you that prayer of salvation. But if you're here right now in the congregation and you're ready to say yes to Him, all you need to do is raise your hand and we'll say a simple prayer with you in support. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? Anyone? If you raise your hand, raise it high. Is there anyone? I see that hand. Is there anyone else? they are going to please rise,